Hey you, thank you so much for joining me on my show today, D. Davis Marketing. I'm so glad that you took the time out of your busy schedule to learn the latest strategies and tactics and more strategies and tactics on how you can grow your business because I heard that you want to grow your business, you want to grow a sustainable, profitable business, and you want to attract more clients, attract your ideal clients, attract your ideal audience, and you want to use marketing and sales tactics to help you accomplish your goals so that you can live a better life, a peaceful life, and of course, a financially free life. Thank you again for joining. I'm your host, Desiree. So let's get into the topic of episode six, how to connect with your ideal clients and audience. This is the part two version. If you listened in to episode five, this kind of builds on episode Five In episode five, I talked to you about how to, I talked about connecting with your ideal audience before connecting with your ideal audience. And I know that may sound a little strange, but when you get a chance, make sure you go ahead and listen to episode five. And of course, episode six will make even more sense to you. And also, if you stay until the end, I promise to have a great surprise for you that I am sure you will love, enjoy, and want to take full advantage of. So if you know me, you know I like to get right into things because that's what you're here for. And don't forget, the more you learn, the more you earn. So please implement the strategies and the tactics that I share with you. Also, Let me let you know one last thing before we get into the topic of today. Now, I understand you are here for a free training, a free lesson, a free guide, but understand that free only will take you so far. Okay, so you'll only get so far in this lesson, but not as deep as you need to be, you know, for your business. So keep that in mind. All right. So let's move into the lesson. How to connect with your ideal clients and audience part two. So here's the thing that you need to know. First, you must know and identify your target audience and your ideal clients or customers you want to attract and who your products and services are for. So before I even go into these steps, I want you to know that you have to know and you have to identify who your target audience is. And you have to know who your ideal clients are or the customers that you want to attract, you know, and and who is the right fit for your products and services, because this helps you to connect with your ideal clients, your ideal audience or prospects, whoever it is that you want to attract. So step one, make sure you have your notes out. Trust me. Step one, you need to define your ideal clients or customers. So define who they are. Think about who do you want to serve. And here's the big one. Think about who can you serve, meaning where does your expertise lie? 
What type of product do you have? What type of service do you have? Because, you know, what a lot of people want to do is to sell to the masses. And believe me, I know how this is. It takes a lot of people a while to figure out how to define their niche. And some companies are meant to sell to everybody. Although in reality, you really can't sell to everybody because you have a competitor and they'll always go to someone else if they don't go to you because there's a lot of competition out there. But you have to know who can you help. And especially this is really important for service-based um, business owners out there as well. If you have a service-based business, you don't want to have too many peas in the pod. I mean, you shouldn't be a business coach, marketing coach, life coach, personal coach, health coach, all of these things together, you should not be. Okay, so you have to kind of figure out who is it that you want to serve and who can you serve? What do you actually have the skills, the capability to do? Because that is going to help you attract your ideal clients. If you don't know, if you're all over the place and you can serve to everyone, it's going to be even harder Okay, to build your your business and to build a sustainable business. Okay, so who do you want to serve, can serve, and connect with? Who do you want to connect with? And who do you think will benefit the most from your products and your services? For those of you who have products or services. So identify who you want to connect with, establish something with, or link up with. Who, who are these people that you want to be attracted to, who you want attracted to you as well, your products and your services, okay? So for example, let's say, I'm just going to toss out some random examples. Let's say if you are a, if you have a skincare line. And so the question for me would be, well, who do you want to serve? It might be, I want to serve or I want to target customers and clients or an audience who may be struggling with skin, with their skin problems. For example, acne or eczema or eczema, whatever you call it. It depends on the person. Different people call it different things. You may want to serve customers with sensitive skin or you just may want to sell a product a skincare product that is good for just the daily routine. Every single day, people who just like to cleanse their skin with toners, with purifying cleansing gels and exfoliate, exfoliating polishes, people who just love purchasing regular skincare, skincare routines and things like that. So that might, that might be the type of audience you want to serve or the type of clients you want to serve or customers you want to serve. So that helps give you an idea and narrow down. Now, if you are a business that sells skincare products, for maybe like both men and women can use it. It may be products such as all of the other products I mentioned on top of like age defying, dark spots, dark circles, um, people who get bags under their eyes. Let's say you sell makeup to makeup brushes, 
eyeshadow, all these other things. Do you see the difference between that building on, adding on all of that? That's kind of like now you're starting to make it where you can sell to the masses, you can sell to anybody. There are companies that are very successful with this, such as Clinique. You know, there there's some companies out there who can do that and be very, very successful at it. It works. But is that the route you really want to go in? Do you really want to try to compete with a Clinique if you're in the skincare business? Do you really want to do that? Would that really make sense for you? Or would you like to specialize in something and, and kind of hone in and target in on the specific type of people you want to serve? I want to serve people who have skin problems, you know, like I said, sensitive skin. They can't use everything. Their skin is very delicate. They can break out easily. Or, you know, those who have acne, you know, that's more specialized. Now you're targeting, you're honing in on those people with those specific problems that will need, you know, the specific product that you have that can serve them exclusively. Whereas other skincare companies may not hone in on a target or maybe not the same target as you. So that's just a good example of defining who your idea clients or customers are. You have to have that in mind, like who can benefit from this, from what I offer. Okay, so that's just an example. Let's move into step two. Step two, you must understand or define what your clients want and need from you, what they want and what they need from you. Because a lot of people think that customers or clients just buy from us business owners because they need us. I've said this in many other videos before, customers and clients do not need us. They can choose whoever they want. It's not just you. They have to want to work with you or they have to want to buy your products and services. So you need to be able to understand and define which clients want and need you, which kind of is a buildup from step one. So my question to you would be, how can you connect with them? How can you connect with these people? How can you provide your products or services for them or to them? How can you solve their problems or fulfill their desires? Fulfilling their desires is fulfilling their wants. Um, if you have no clue as to what they want and expect. So if you don't know what they need, if you don't know what they want, how can you serve them? How can you help them? How can you solve their problems? If you don't know what your ideal audience, what your ideal clients want. It's the same with your content. When you're working on your content, and I had another episode that discussed content. This, this is crucial. With your content, you have to, your messaging has to be very clear. And again, it has to be aligned with who you are about your business. But your content has to speak. It has to talk about what your clients want and what they need. If it's not talking about anything that interests them, how does that connect you with your ideal clients or your ideal audience? Okay. So step three, identify and address what your clients or ideal audience objections are or will be. 
What would make them not enjoy your content? Or what would discourage them from converting into your client or customer? So let's dissect that for a, for a moment because that was a lot, okay? So we need to identify and address what your clients or ideal audience objections are or will be. Going back to the other episode, we talked about connecting with your clients before connecting to your clients or before connecting with them. So before you even put anything out there, what do you think as you're coming up with your products, your services, or your programs, or as you evaluate the current products and programs that you're selling right now that may not be selling the way that you wanted to, or maybe you're just ready to scale and up level and take it to the next level and start making more money? What are their objections? If you don't have an audience, if you don't have clients yet, what will be their objection? That needs to be addressed a lot of times in the messaging. It, that, that needs to be identified. You have to know it and you have to address it. So that way, that helps alleviate and knock out an excuse for them to not buy, to not purchase. Let's use an example for a service-based business. Let's say, for example, you are a health coach, okay, for an example. And, of course, there's gyms. And a client or customer can, here's definitely one excuse they'll come up with. Well, instead of hiring a health coach, I could easily go to the gym. I have a gym membership. I spend 10 to 20 bucks a month for it. So why should I pay you $1,500 a month to be my health coach when I could go to the gym and work out and spend way less? Does that make sense? Do you, did you really catch that right now? I know you get these excuses from clients and customers all the time. Why would I buy from you or spend this much with you? Or maybe they're questioning how low. Let's say if you were a health coach and you were charging 200 bucks and they're like, hmm, this, this seems weird. Maybe you're not competent. Maybe you're not an expert in your field or why is this so low? Why is this so high? Why is this so cheap? You know, these are some of the questions that your ideal clients will have. You have to learn how to address those objections. So going back to that example with the health coach, you know, a client may say, hey, I can go to the gym. Or they may say, at my gym, we I can get a personal trainer for $50 an hour or $25 an hour. I can work with them one or two times a week. I can save myself tons of money instead of working with you and spending all that money and so on and so forth. And just all the excuses. And the excuses definitely come up when they either don't really trust you or when they think that the prices are way too high for them, you know, then you get all of these types of excuses. So in your messaging, you have to make sure that you're really explaining or talking about the benefits, the features, how it would transform their life, how it will transform, you know, their business or their career, the results that they will get. It's just really important to boast on that in a good way because clients will have these ideas these types of objections and you know you need to address it not directly always have to say 
hey, I know my price is $1,500, but this, this, that, and the third. No, you could find another way to let them know that your product or your service is worthy and it's something that they should invest in. So for like a health coach, you know, what are some of the benefits? What are some of the features? You could easily say, hey, yeah, you know what? You could go work out at the gym for $10 a month or $15 a month. But is someone keeping you accountable? Is someone working on a customized plan for you that will meet your needs, that will help you live a healthier life? Do you know, do you have a partner? Do you have someone rooting for you, supporting you, coming up with customized plans and meals for you, um, walking you through the steps of a healthier life, better living, and so on and so forth. All of the great things that you do, all of the wonderful things that you are, these things need to be addressed in your content. Because if it is, again, it helps to alleviate the excuses that your ideal clients are going to come up with to keep from spending money. So make sure that is present, okay? The next step. Oh, and another thing, let me go back, actually. What would make them not enjoy your content or what would discourage them from converting into your client or customer? Wait a second, we need to dissect this part as well. And here's why. Let's say, for example, reviews. Let's say you are a hotel business or let's say you sell a product online. What if you have a lot of reviews? I'm not saying you do, but what if you have a lot of reviews online that are negative, not good, some of them? Because because believe it or not, clients, they look for us online. That's the first thing that they do. They'll go right on the internet. And what if they see some bad reviews or some bad comments about you? Do you think that could discourage them from converting into being your client or your customer? Amongst many other things. You know, these are things you have to look at in your business. You have to know what objections, rejections, what things are going to come up that will make people or your ideal client say, no, I won't buy from you. You have to address this. And how you address this is by making sure that your messaging is powerful, will knock them off their feet, emotionally connect to them, to their heart. Your brand must connect to them. They must connect to your brand. So that's why your content and your messaging has to be powerful because there are objections and I know people want to disregard it they want to ignore it especially people who have overcharged prices or high prices you really have to make sure you're speaking on the value and the quality of your products and services you know you you really have to you really do it's important for you to do that because if you don't They'll just move on to the next person who's cheaper than you. And just because someone is cheaper, it does not mean they're as valuable. It doesn't mean that they're what our buyers need. But buyers and customers, we're all buyers. I'm a buyer. You're a buyer. Sometimes price affects our decision and what we're going to buy. A lot of times we feel um, that, for example, tissue. They're all the same. We, we think tissue, they all do the same. They're all the same thing. They do the same things in terms of wiping and cleaning us. 
but the brands are not all the same. <laughs> that's the reality. That's another topic for another day, but that's just an example. There's some tissue that has better quality than the other and, and worth, worth more, better value, better quality. So just because the price is higher, it doesn't mean that it's more valuable, but it could be. And just because the price is lower, it doesn't mean that it's best for you. So it just really kind of depends. So make sure your messaging really pops and address those objections and things that will turn people off. Okay, so step four. Now we can move into step four. Understand how your audience and clients want to be connected. You have to know what they want to hear and see. And when and how. Where does your audience or ideal clients want to be spoken to? Is it on your podcast? Is it Facebook Live? Is it YouTube? Or any other platforms out there? Where do they look for this connection and interaction? And where do they want you to deliver your expertise and awesome, mind-blowing content? So this part is how your audience and clients want to connect with you. Because how they want to be connected with you and where, that's how you should be connecting with them. And that's where you should be doing it. So think about that. If you don't have clients now or if you're new to business, start evaluating, start thinking about this. Start thinking about where your idea audience and clients are. Think about what platforms they like to use. Think about where they might be, social media, at networking events. Wherever they are is where you need to be. You need to find a way to make sure your message gets there. If the message, after the content, it's powerful and will touch them and reach them and so on and so forth. You have to figure out how to find these people and get this messaging over to them. Because if you can't, if you can't come down to their level, if you can't go to their place, they're not going to always come and find you. That we will love that. But if you're not using things such as search engine optimization with the website and so on and so forth and other things that can connect you to your clients faster, you definitely have to make sure that you're creating content and you're delivering it, you know, how your clients want you to deliver it to them. They may they may like podcasts. They may love Facebook lives. They may love for you to go on YouTube and do a bunch of how to's. You have to understand and know. And if you're someone who's already established, by now you should be able to kind of figure out where your audience, you know, how they like to be connected to you, what platforms they like to use to connect with you. Is it the telephone? Is it video conferencing? That's where you need to be. Okay? Now, step five. And again, these steps build up on each other. So it may seem like some things are kind of similar to one another because they are. Step five, where does your audience want to be connected at? What does your idea clients and audience hang out at or look for content or run into content, your products and services? For example, like with step four, are they on social media? Are they in the malls, your email list, landing page, their offices? If they're in the office, they need direct mailers. They need something like that. Although that's traditional, a lot of people don't do that. 
and I love digital marketing. That's mainly what I like to strategize in. But I still do traditional marketing and understand that some of it is still effective. Again, YouTube or other outlets such as surfing the web, because that's what your ideal audience and clients do all day long, just about most of them. They're always on the internet. So what step four is like understanding how do your clients, how do they want to want you to connect with them? What platforms do they want you to use to connect with them? And then step five talks about where your audience want to be connected at. So four and five are very similar together in many ways. They're very, very similar. So again, step five is where does your audience want to be connected at? Where does your ideal clients and audience, where do they like to hang out at? That's where you need to be. That's where you need to go. So once you understand, you know, what type of platforms they like using, you know where to find them. Step six, how does your ideal audience want to be spoken to? Your content should inform, educate, or entertain your ideal audience. Remember, only about 10% of your content should be promotional. Only 10%. Got it? I spoke on that in my few other episodes. So make sure you listen to the other ones because a lot of my content builds. Sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. (laughs) But you get the point. So step six is really powerful. How do you emotionally connect with your idea audience? What do you have to say and say the truth? Don't, you know, I see this a lot, especially with a lot of business coaches. A lot of business coaches, I'm in marketing. So a lot of business coaches are stepping over into my zone in the marketing. And a lot of business coaches are, hey, I can help you make six and seven figure business. I can help you increase your sales. You don't need a website. You don't need search engine optimization. You don't need Facebook ads. You don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need marketing and and all of that. I can help you grow your business and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, a lot of these business coaches are out there, you know, saying what they think that their clients want to hear. But in reality, business coaches used to teach you how to really build a business, how to be a leader, how to be an influencer, teaching you about budgeting, teaching you about, let's see, there's so many different things, business structure, and not going into it legally where it's like, you know, hey, should you be an LLC or this, this, that, but a business coach would be the one to tell you, hey, you need to take care of that or you need to speak to a lawyer or you need to do your paperwork for that and teaching you other business strategies, teaching you how to create proposals, business proposals, or teaching you how to create your business plan. I run into a lot of clients and customers or prospects who don't even have a business plan because a lot of business coaches are out here doing what me, a marketer, a salesperson does. So, and although marketing and sales are different, but I like to do both of them and I specialize in both marketing and sales, but there are a lot of business coaches who do both. 
And, and they use that, what a marketer really could and should do to will people into their programs. My point is, are they really speaking to their clients or to their ideal audience? Are they really working in their field of expertise? Are they really working in their capacity? Probably not. And usually those types of businesses don't last and don't sustain a long time because you're not really doing what you're good at doing. So the point is, you know, it's you want to speak to your audience truthfully and honestly. You want to connect with them. And there are many ways to emotionally connect with your ideal audience and clients because clients and, and they are emotional. A lot of their decisions that they make are not rational. Although they will tell you, yeah, I make rational decisions. No, they make emotional decisions. So for example, if a business owner right now is struggling to make, you know, payroll or need to make an extra 10K a month, they will hire a business coach or anybody who says, hey, I can help you make $20,000 and 60 days that that's something that might speak to them because emotionally they need to make this 10 20k extra a month because maybe they're struggling maybe it's to help pay their bills maybe it's for their family maybe it's for their children's college fund maybe it's to maybe it's for business expenses, maybe it's to continue taking care of the household and giving their family the lifestyle that they deserve, maybe it's for a vacation, whatever the case is. But it's not only that, hey, make 10, 20K extra a month that speaks to a customer or a client, it's how your product or how your service can change their life in so many different ways. And sometimes it's not always monetary. Sometimes it's fulfilling that want or that desire or something else underneath that they really need and want. So when you speak to your audience, you always want to speak to them truthfully. I will say that, you know, integrity means everything. You want to do what you say you can do, do what you say you will do. You don't want to mislead your clients. So make sure your content is not misleading or deceitful, but truthful. If you're really running a promo or a special and you say, hey, half off and so on and so you know, be upfront, be straightforward, clients will appreciate it. If they feel deceived by you, that will decrease the trust that they have for you. You know, they had enough trust to inquire, but once they find out you really wasn't honest about it, you just wanted to kind of get people in, get people's phone numbers, get their contact, and and, and you just wanted to have an opportunity to pitch to them, they'll realize it, they'll figure it out and decide, you know what, I don't think you're a company of integrity. So make sure when you want to, you know, connect with your idea clients and audience that your content speaks. It has to speak. It has to emotionally connect. It has to touch them. It has to touch their heart. It has to touch their mind. It has to, you know, touch them in in ways that they need to be touched in. But make sure that you can really, truly do that and fulfill that. Just speak the truth and speak powerful in your messaging. It should be so powerful that 
no matter how the content or the brand looks, even if your business is new, even if your business is established, your content and your message should be so powerful to the point where a lot of those things don't matter. I know for me, when I started my business, I made a lot of money in my first year of business. And I never, ever felt like, wow, I'm a new business owner. You know, people may not trust me. People may not want to buy from me because I'm new. But think about when you're getting a job and or when you used to work for someone, right? Let's say you got out of high school, you got out of college, you didn't have much experience, right? No, you didn't. But someone had to trust you enough to give you that opportunity because if you don't get that opportunity, you won't ever get that chance to have the experience of working on a job or working in your field if no one gives you a shot. It's the same thing with business. It doesn't matter if you've been in business for too long. It doesn't matter if you've been in business for a short period of time. If your content, if you speak, if you connect to your ideal audience, to your clients, if you connect with them, they will buy from you. They truly will because buying is a connection. It is a relationship. There's a reason why they bought from you. Rather, it was the price was too high and maybe they felt cocky like yeah I got this elite exclusive program or product nobody can afford this this is the good stuff this is the expensive stuff again that's emotional that's not rational there's people who go out there and buy expensive Gucci bags not because they need it but it's, it, it, it makes a statement clients will buy stuff because it makes a statement or it makes them feel good. It makes them feel accomplished. It makes them feel powerful or whatever it is. It makes them feel like they're in control. It makes them feel like they're all that. And a bag of chips makes them feel like they are a boss. It's the same thing when people are buying from you. Or they may be buying from you because you're cheaper. It's affordable. It works for their situation. Or maybe they like the quality. Maybe they like the value. Maybe they like you. Maybe they like the way the wrapper looks. Maybe they like the way it's packaged. Maybe they like your presentation. And I know I'm speaking fast, but I'm just saying, you know, there's you're, you are a buyer. You don't forget that. You read, you listen, you know how you like to be spoken to. So you have to speak to your audience the same way you like to be spoken to. When you want that new iPhone, how, how do you want their messaging to speak to you, to make you want to go buy it, right? Or that new TV, that new flat screen TV, or that BMW, or the new Chevy, or a new Chevy car, or whatever it is that you want or need. What does it have to do? How, how does that message have to speak to you? Because clients buy for different reasons. They it, It's all about what they see. It's about what they hear. They like the way it feels or empowerment for themselves. So your ideal audience, they want to be spoken to. And they want to feel that they are a fit to connect with your brand. And if you don't master the art of that, it will make it hard for you to connect more with the right type of clients who like your products, like your services, don't mind paying for it, whether it's the cheapest thing or the most expensive thing alive. It's all about your messaging. And if you can master the art of connecting with people and building those relationships, and 
I'm telling you. Let's just move on to step seven. Step seven, I believe this is the last step. Your content should pop. And the messaging, again, should be powerful and it should be aligned to your brand and business. Your content should speak and emotionally should connect you to your idea audience. Your content should make your idea audience want or need your products and services on a deeper level. Your content and messaging should be so powerful that it causes your idea audience to get attached to your brand. Think about Nike. Just do it. Come on, why are these people buying these expensive shoes? Because they master the art of emotionally connecting with buyers and getting you to make emotional decisions instead of rational decisions. Why are you buying a two, three hundred, four hundred dollar pair of shoes when you can go buy Skechers or you can go buy something cheaper for 20, 30 bucks? Well, they master the art of making you think using your heart instead of using your mind. Learn how to do that with your target audience and ideal clients so they can attract themselves to you. Another great example, Fenty Beauty. Who doesn't love Riri? I love her so much. She's awesome. So yeah, look at these types of brands. Look at what they're doing, how they're connecting with their audience and other popular brands. Who doesn't want a pair of expensive shoes or clothes you can't afford, but when you see it or hear about it, you have to have it. Maybe because it looks good or because it's the latest trends. Also peer pressure. Everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is buying it. Why don't I? Your content should make your ideal clients want to take action and feel confident that they can purchase your products or services on or offline with no doubt in their minds that they are making the best decision to choose you, to choose your products, your services over anyone else. Your content, again, it has to be powerful. It has to compel, it has to convict, it has to make a person want to react, it has to make a person think I need to find a way out of no way to get this because I want it. Not necessarily because I need it. I need it, but I have to want it, right? And your content, it needs to, again, emotionally connect you to your idea audience. And it needs to connect your audience to you, okay? How can you move them in their hearts and mind, as well as their eyes, ears, and let's not forget their wallets. What will make your idea audience, once you figure out who these people are, once you figure out who you really want to target and who you want to hone in, what can you do? What do you offer? How can you, in your content, make sure that you are targeting your ideal clients, your ideal audience. What is the audience? What is the clients? Your audience are the people right now who are sort of kind of warm. They're listening or they're watching you, maybe following you, maybe commenting on some of your posts or following your pages, your blog, so on and so forth. Maybe some people on your prospect list. These are some people who are entertained by you or informed by you or educated or maybe in your email list. These are your listeners. These are your readers. But how can you turn them into your ideal clients? 
before they can become your ideal clients, you have to make sure that they are your ideal audience. You have to make sure that the people who are listening to you are the ideal people that you want to attract to convert into clients. If your audience is not your ideal audience, that tells you right there that they are not going to be your ideal clients. And that, my friend, might be the reason why you're not converting as much as you should be. Because from the beginning, you are or were attracting the wrong audience. So attract and connect with your ideal audience. The ideal audience is the audience that you could see yourself loving. The people who will love your content, the people who will have interest in your content, the people who love listening to you on live. They can love you so much that you can talk about valuable information or talk about how-to how videos or educate them on your products and services. For like example, like me, going like what, 40 minutes strong? And you can listen to it. Like, like you can listen to it like nothing. Or you can read their blogs. It doesn't matter how long, it doesn't matter how short, although it's good to be short when you're not giving away valuable content. And you can be longer if you desire to when you're giving away value like I am. This is like, what, a $1,000, $1,500 course <laughs> alone in itself. Although there's another deeper layer to it that I give to my clients, people who buy. But the point is, if you're not attracting your ideal audience, and if you don't have the right people listening to you, if you don't have the right people following you, you won't be able to convert your ideal clients. And even if you have the right audience following you, maybe you're not attracting them because of not following some of the steps that I listed in this video. So make sure you go back through this podcast, dissect it, break it down again. You won't regret it and work on your messaging and make sure that you're connecting the dots between you your ideal clients, your ideal audience. Really, your ideal audience and then your ideal clients. <laughs> Make sure that connection is there and marketing helps bridge that gap there. Alrighty, so I hope that this tip, long tip, helped you out tremendously in your business. I hope that you go ahead and just take action. Implement this strategy into your business right now. Like after you end this and so on and so forth, listen, do something about it. It's pointless to sit here and to, and to listen to great, valuable tips and strategies and advice or to read content. And you don't apply it to your business. If you're not applying it to your business, it's not going to just manifest itself on its own. You know, you, you have to you have to do your part in the universe. So make sure you do your part. And before you leave. Make sure you check out my description. In episode five, I talked about my program that I have going on, the Sales Increase Roadmap. So if you want to learn more about that, make sure you go back to episode five. I will have the application detail in the description box. And again, for those of you who do not know, this particular program is going to be amazing. There will be limited spots. It's an exclusive program. I will not be working with thousands or millions of 
people. That just will not be happening. I'm going to work with you hands on to help you come up with an effective plan, an effective formula that will work for you, your business, and that will help you convert more clients. I'm going to help you attract your ideal clients, help you attract your ideal audience, help you, um, you know, convert leads into sales and so much more. You're going to have everything that you need in this program. We're going to walk through your four P's of marketing. If you do not know about the marketing mix, you definitely need to talk to me. Okay. And so on and so forth. There's way more amazing things that's going on in this program that will change the life of your business. And I want you to be a part of it. There are some stipulations to this. And if you are a business owner who is making at least $2,500 a month or more, $2,500 and up, and you are ready to scale your business, you're ready to increase your sales, you're ready to work with me so we could tweak some things. We're going to see what's working. We're going to see what's not working. We're going to implement strategies that are effective and beneficial and that will help you grow your business and take it to the next level. If you are making $2,500 a month and more and you're ready to scale, you're ready to increase, this program, this Sales Increase Roadmap program is for you. You will have a successful roadmap. And I want to work with you. If you're struggling with marketing, sales, digital marketing, this program is for you as well. As long as you meet that minimum of $2,500 a month or more and ready to scale. This opportunity is only for someone who isn't trying to make excuses. There is a bonus, but it's only for the people who aren't making excuses, don't have 10,000 questions, you know, don't have all these questions. You either want to grow your business, you want to grow it now, or you don't want to grow it, okay? If you are not making $2,500 a month or more and you still want to work with me, don't worry, I have something for you as well. You can go to my website, www.desireeinternational.com, take the assessment, the online assessment, or send me your information through my contact page and I will reach out to you. For those of you who qualify for the Sales Increase Roadmap program, the link is bit.ly forward slash capital S-I-R-A-P-P. So the SIR app, all caps, B-I-T-L-Y caps S-I-R-A-P-P. Information will be in the description, okay? Also, join my list so you can get more updates. And again, if you're someone who does not meet the criteria for my Sales Increase Roadmap, please, I want to update you on programs that I have that may be for you and give you more news, strategies, and tips. Go to bit.ly forward slash join DDMS list. Okay, and those of you who do qualify, also join my email list. And until next time, I will see you, I will talk to you, I will share more tips with you on Tuesday. Okay, so stay up to date, stay connected with me, follow me on Instagram, D Davis Marketing. Don't forget to download the app, the anchor.fm app, or you can go to podcasts 
on your Apple iPhone and search for D Davis Marketing. The deadline for the Sales Increase Roadmap program, it's approaching very, very soon. So again, the spots are limited. Send in your application and I will send you further details on whether or not you are approved. If you are approved, I will send you further details on the next steps. If you are not approved, don't worry. Maybe we can come up with a strategy that puts you in a different program that I feel, you know, might be better for you or give you a strategy or two that can help you out. All right. So I look forward to talking to you, to connecting with you. That's awesome. I hope my tips are helpful to you. Again, my name is Desiree. I'm your host. And don't forget, knowledge is power. The more you learn, the more you earn. Until next Tuesday. Take care. Stay blessed. Don't forget to plan, strategize, and enjoy life. Take care.